I've heard of something called a whip. Can you tell <laughs> <laughs> Can I say a party whip? Yeah, you should say party whip. <laughs> Do you sometimes get confused watching the news or reading news articles because you don't know who the heck is who? Especially in the current administration with so many people getting fired or leaving their positions. It can be difficult to keep track. Yeah, it can definitely get confusing, and I think that this can be discouraging for some people. Why bother even keeping up with the news if they're just going to keep reintroducing new players every other day? Why don't we break it down for you, and hopefully the more you know, the more you care. Let's start with some of the more obvious players, like the president. I would hope that all of you know who the president is, but in the off chance you just woke up from a more than four-year-long coma, it's Donald Trump, a billionaire businessman, former reality TV star, and now the 45th president of the United States. There's also the vice president, Mike Pence. Pence is the former governor of Indiana and now sits just one step away from the highest office in the United States. So what's Pence been doing since he's come into the position of vice president? Good question. Well, he became the first sitting vice president to make a speech at the March for Life in 2017, and he cast the tie-breaking vote to confirm Betsy DeVos as secretary of education, which was the first time that a tie-breaking vote was needed for a cabinet position. Since then, there was a book released about him called The Shadow President, The Truth About Mike Pence. If you want some more information about Pence, feel free to take a read. Just remember, it most likely has some biases to be aware of. So far, so good. Okay, let's keep going with some of the cabinet members. Let's start with a bit more in-depth information on some of the more well-known players. Since I already mentioned Betsy DeVos and her exciting entry into the position of Secretary of Education, let's talk about her next. On DeVos's agenda is to increase what she calls school choice, and this means implementing more charter schools and voucher programs, both of which use public funding for private operation. What you make of that is up to you, but there you have it. The Secretary of State helps advise on and execute policies surrounding education. I would suggest looking into some scientific studies on the pros and cons of charter schools before you make a full assessment. So who else can you tell me about? Maybe the Secretary of State? That seems like an important position. Sure, let's talk about Mike Pompeo. First, we should say that Mike Pompeo was not always the Secretary of State under the Trump administration. He served as the director of the CIA from January 2017 until April 2018, when he became the Secretary of State. The first Secretary of State in the Trump administration was Rex Tillerson, CEO of ExxonMobil. He was fired by Trump over Twitter after serving for just over a year. But back to Pompeo. He was a former congressman who served on the House Intelligence Committee and on the House Select Benghazi Committee. He also graduated from West Point and served as a cavalry officer for the United States Army. So just a quick clarifying question. What does the Secretary of State do? The Secretary of State is basically the president's main advisor when it comes to foreign affairs. This person also carries out a lot of the president's foreign policy and conducts negotiations having to do with foreign affairs. If you want the specifics, you can go to the U.S. Department of State's website and check out all the information there. That's probably the case for all these departments, right? We can find more information on their websites? That's right. We'll try to give you as much information as we can, but we are a bit limited by time restraints, so make sure to check out their websites if you want some more information. With that being said, we should move on to the final department position I will mention. Let's talk about Jim Mattis, the Secretary of Defense. His job is to put together and then carry out the defense policy for the United States. The stated goals on the Department of Defense website are to build a more lethal force, strengthen alliances, and build new partners, and reform the department. Well, okay, so you said that was the last department you were going to talk about. What about the rest of them? I'll just quickly mention all of the rest of the cabinet heads so you know who they are. There's quite a few. We have Administrator of the Small Business Administration, Linda E. McMahon, Director of National Intelligence, Daniel Coates, Director of the CIA, Gina Haspel, Director of the Office of Management and Budget, Mick Mulvaney, 
representative of the United States to the United Nations was Nikki Haley, now she's out, Secretary of Agriculture, Sonny Perdue, Secretary of Commerce, Wilbur L. Ross Jr., Secretary of Energy, James Richard Perry, Secretary of Health and Human Services, Alex Azar, Secretary of Homeland Security, Kirsten Nielsen, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, Benjamin S. Carson Sr., Secretary of the Interior, Ryan Zinke, Secretary of Labor, Alexander Acosta, Secretary of Transportation, Elaine L. Chow, Secretary of the Treasury, Stephen Munchen, Secretary of Veterans Affairs, Robert Wilkie, U.S. Trade Representative, Robert Lighthizer, and Attorney General, Jeff Sessions. Phew, that was a lot. I should say that I'm choosing not to go more in-depth on these for the sake of time, not necessarily because I'm placing any more importance on one cabinet head over another. The few I did mention were chosen because they are names that have popped up more frequently in news headlines. And on that note, I'll tell you a quick story about the director of the FBI. Currently, the head of the FBI is Christopher Wray, but he replaced James Comey, who you might have heard about in the news. Comey was in charge of the investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails, as well as the investigation into Russia's interference in our elections until Trump fired him. Other names associated with this story are Attorney General Jeff Sessions, who recused himself from the investigation, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, and former Director of the FBI, now heading the Russia investigation, Bob Mueller. I could take a whole episode to lay out this story and those actors, but at least now you know the current head of the FBI, the Attorney General, and the Deputy Attorney General. Okay, so before you move on, can you just talk a little bit about what the Attorney General does? Yeah, so the Attorney General is actually the head of the Department of Justice, and this person is basically the government's legal advisor. There are attorney generals in states, too, that are the state's main legal advisors, but the U.S. Attorney General is the legal advisor for the whole U.S. Okay, so we've mainly talked about the executive branch, so who are some other people we might want to know about? Maybe you can talk some more about the people in the House or the Senate or the judicial branch. Sure, I can mention some key players in both those branches. Let's start with the Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan. This position is pretty important because he's the highest-ranking member of the House and is second in line after the Vice President for presidential office. This person is elected by the House and usually belongs to the majority party. They also outrank the majority leader, which means that Paul Ryan currently outranks Kevin McCarthy. The Speaker has quite a few responsibilities, but some important ones are deciding which committee deals with what legislation and which legislation makes its way to the House floor to then be voted upon. A little more specifically about Paul Ryan is that he is a Republican congressman from Wisconsin who at one point ran as Mitt Romney's running mate. He has been identified as a fiscal conservative. Oh, cool. But wait, you mentioned Kevin McCarthy, who's the majority leader. How is that different from the Speaker of the House? And are there minority leaders? Great questions. Majority and minority leaders represent each of their parties within the House, while the Speaker of the House manages the whole group. The Speaker has more power for appointments and acts as the official spokesperson for the House, while the majority leader is just responsible for the one party. The majority leader has slightly more power over the minority leader because they get to set the calendar. Both these people are assigned to lead the debates and negotiations for their parties. The current minority leader is Democrat Nancy Pelosi, the first female Democratic leader of the House of Representatives and the first female Speaker of the House. I've heard of something called a party whip. Can you tell me what that is? Party whips are basically like an assistant to the majority or minority leader. They count the votes and make sure everyone who needs to vote is there. Awesome, I get it. Should we move on to the Senate? Yeah, so the majority leader of the Senate is Mitch McConnell and the minority leader of the Senate is Chuck Schumer. These roles are very similar to the leaders in the House in that their main role is to represent their parties. Alright, I'm feeling pretty up to speed with everything except the Supreme Court. Who are those guys? We have Chief Justice John Roberts and Associate Justices Brett Kavanaugh, Samuel A. Alito Jr., Stephen Breyer, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Neil Gorsuch, Elena Kagan, 
Sonia Sotomayor, and Clarence Thomas. Justices are supposed to be unaffiliated with any party, but we do see them often leading one way or another. The title of Chief Justice means that John Roberts has more say in the cases that are decided for review. He gets to choose who writes the opinion if he is in the majority, and he presides over oral arguments. He's sort of like the Speaker of the House to the judicial branch. There have only been 17 of them in the course of Supreme Court's history. Wow. Well, I feel pretty confident now in knowing who's who. Are there any more people you want to mention? I'll mention a few names that have been tossed around in the media that maybe some of you have had a hard time keeping track of. There has been especially a lot of turnover in this administration, so a few fun mentions are the position of White House Communications Director, which has been filled by Sean Spicer, Anthony Scaramucci, Michael Dubke, and Hope Hicks. We also have Steve Bannon, who was a senior counselor and chief strategist to Trump and was succeeded by Kellyanne Conway after just over six months in office. Michael Flynn, who was the national security advisor and resigned after just 24 days in his position. And Scott Pruitt, the former administrator for the EPA, who made it to over two years before his resignation. Well, we hope that this has helped to clear up some confusion over who is who in the United States government. Even though the positions we've talked about today are mostly appointed positions, there are tons more people in play in the federal and state governments, including you. So this is your reminder to vote and stay involved because your voice matters. Cute. <laughs>